welcome to the Mystic Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, lightworking your way through the unknown. Hello, everybody. Today we have someone very special. We have Christine Rados, which, uh, whom is an energy worker and spiritual intuitive and someone I've known for a little while now. And I'm very excited that she has decided to join us for a session. So, Christine, you want to tell us a little bit about everything that you do? All about you. All <laughs> yeah. about you. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so as a child, I was raised pretty much somewhat Baptist, not Bible thumping by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> Probably only went to church a handful of times. But um, when I was in high school, I, I was in this thing called Campus Life and started getting closer and closer to God, was reading my Bible every day. Um, I was 19. And this was in 1994. And uh, my first experience with spirit was not good. It was actually demons. Um, I woke up and demons were flying around my room. Um, yeah, it was a horrible, horrible noise. And they had like these blue faces, just faces. And then it kind of, you know, tapered off a little bit. Um, they were laughing at me, which is interesting. So of course I was petrified, you know, and yeah. all I all I could get out was to say I love you, God, and then instantly they were gone, you know. Um, yeah, it so thankfully, yeah. And then um, nothing really happened too much um, until like 2003, and um, I started dating this guy who was a good friend of mine, and he actually had three spirits around him for years. He had a little girl. A middle-aged man and an older woman and the first night that I went out with him the little girl came to me in a dream and she was just checking me out she was just <laughs> like who is who this are you? yeah <laughs> what are you here for you know and then I told him and I was like is your little girl like brunette has a white dress with like little blue ribbon he's like oh yeah you know did she come see you I'm like yeah but could you keep your ghost to yourself maybe <laughs> I mean, maybe you know yeah. there's certain things we don't share yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so uh so anyway um actually with him i i had more bad experiences and these were not lower level energies like these were literally demons and not good um at one point uh there was a spare bedroom that i happened to be sleeping in and I could feel that this bad entity was in this left corner um, and woke up in the morning, just kind of laying there. And I heard this loud scratch across the window, like not even like, like it was like eight seconds. Like a long one. Long. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, time to get up. <laughs> so I went outside to look to see if there were like trees nearby, you know, branches scratching on the window. Not only were there no trees, there was a screen that covered the entire outside of the window, which 100% that scratch came from the inside. And then about an hour later, I looked down and realized I had three scratches on my arm, which were finer than like a cat claw scratch yeah so that was that's that was kind of the typical scary. touches or yeah. scratches that you see on shows and different things like that they're 
they're a unique kind of scratch and a lot of times it's a three which is always weird to me how come everything has three fingers or three, you know why is it not five i don't understand yeah. this tell and me I, yeah this is i didn't know I don't anything know. About it, but it was it was the scariest because it was the first time that something physically touched me you know yeah. unfortunately not the last um i had one other pretty bad one um a handful of years ago um i actually had something lay on me in my bed at night yeah. and it was it was so heavy i couldn't i couldn't even lift a pinky like it covered every yeah. single inch of me and you could hear my bed like make the noise of when you know yeah. weight gets put on it it was awful it was just and and but ironically that was that was the last time that i've had any bad experiences like that that's good i know there was a time i was called with a friend to clear a house and property um over in pinellas county down a ways um very big big property um and a, a fairly big house and this during that evening um first i went we you know we kind of went into it you know we brought all the things that we use mm -hmm. um but i went into it because there was a little background the person may have been a little excitable or you know maybe dramatic even with their you know worry it's about we went in there and definitely something was feeling very off interestingly enough with that situation um they that family was feeding the energy of what was going on because of their fear and they got really really what i call extra you know yeah. like on the movies extra about it and they would not calm themselves to take in control and empower but point of my squirrel is um i first had them you know we we held hands to kind of form a bond uh with the the kids the uh, like teen kids as well there because everybody needed the empowerment i was going to bring in archangel michael and tell them about michael and yeah. you know how michael can help um but i was sitting there and my friend was holding my hand as well she was next to me um in the circle and i kind of leaned over i said is that you and she's like no i said someone holding my shoulder right now and it was not friendly <laughs> and that was the first time i legit like because i've been to like um you know, I like haunted tours and stuff and you'll feel a brush or a wisp or something, but this was a legit saying, oh yeah, I'm here. So let's see, but he wasn't in the circle. So it was a weird, weird, creepy feeling. Still got a little bit of goosebumps there. I mean, I wasn't like terrified. I was like, okay, it's on. This is real. This is happening tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So not imagining. You can feel it. Yeah. 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 But then, you know, things did start getting um better it was interesting because then around 2010 i noticed um like with my ex-husband at the time so say we're like driving in the car and neither one of us are talking you know you're just kind of thinking about your own thing and mm -hmm. all of a sudden i i would have this thought of like bush gardens right and i was like that's odd why did i just think okay bush gardens and three seconds later, he would be like, hey, what do you think about going to Bush Gardens this weekend? And I just was like, so it happens so often <laughs> that yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, he's reading my mind. Like it was like, 
terrifying. No one wants to play in there. Like no one should be <laughs> playing in my mind. No one wants to be in there. And I just was like, oh my gosh, he's, he's reading my mind. Like, how is that happening? But then eventually I realized that it was actually, I was more not reading his mind, but it was like the angels were giving me that information. And then three seconds later, he would say it. Yeah, because you have an etheric, when you have someone close to you, you have that etheric cord connected. And with someone that close, I mean, you got a quite, quite the cord going on there. Yeah. And so a lot of yeah. times you'll anticipate before they text you and they'll be like, you're so creepy. I was about to text you or something <laughs> like that. I yeah. think it's super fun to it be is. able to have that. Um, it is. It is cool. With other, yeah. with all kinds of people, you know, that like you said, you're close to, because I definitely now have that. I had just never experienced it before yeah. you know so that was that was what they called cool. esp back then you know yeah. <laughs> now we just call i call it spidey senses now so it's fine yeah i'm a marvel fan so there's that and dc <laughs> yeah yeah so you know just things started kind of happening then you know um one of my first experiences too i was watching this show that i had recorded on my dvr and it had just started and it was like an image of like a downtown area. No, not a skyline of like, you know, you're like, oh, that's Atlanta, right? It was like a yeah. downtown older. And, and I immediately knew the city and the state. And it wasn't, a, it was like Lansing, Michigan or like Akron, Ohio, like someplace that you know, but isn't real big. Like there's no way I would have yeah. known what it was in a downtown street showing like a block and a half of stuff, you know? And, and then again, like three seconds later, it showed the name of the city and the state on the screen. And oh my gosh, I just jumped up and I hit pause and I was like, okay, what is happening? What is going on here? I, <laughs> I, how did I know that? Like, okay, something, something's going on. So that was, that was when I really started kind of realizing that other energies and you know other dimensions and there was some stuff going on that yeah was not in my uh not in my reality before then so that's very cool yeah, yeah. and so that kind of took you on a journey right to kind of find out more it did it did yeah it was um actually one of the one of the more significant things was in uh 2012 when i met mary jo who you know, yeah. you and I, Mary Jo. You know, yep, way better than I do. But uh, you know, she's <laughs> Angels Talk, and um, the very first thing she ever said to me, she said, "Has anyone ever told you that you're a healer?" And I was yeah. like, "Oh, no," but I guess that makes sense, you know. Um, but one thing that changed my life, which is interesting, right? Knowing that I kind of had a, a little religious background, was the yeah. learn that she communicates with angels. And to think that you can call in angels for oh, yeah. protection and that you can communicate with them and you. Yeah.
I think we froze a little bit here. Let's see if we can get Christy back on. Today's show is sponsored by the Mystic Mind Community, where the spiritually minded go to play. Visit www.mysticmindcommunity.com for more information. Hi, everybody. We are back from a short break, and let's go back. Christy was talking about... Um, how you can call in Archangel Michael for different things. So, yeah. So, yeah. So once I met Mary Jo and realized that, you know, you can actually communicate with angels and call them in for protection, that was a huge shift in my spiritual journey because, you know, all along I had had these lower lying, not good energies. And then as soon as I realized that I could call them in angels for protection. It was like wide open after that, you know, it was, yeah. it was amazing. And, and like I said, that was 2012. And then, um, it's empowering. It, it is. Feel it, good. It, it is because, you know, I think in the beginning, early on in the nineties, when it very first happened to me, you know, I was reading my Bible. I was trying to have a stronger relationship with God. And I was kind of, disheartened that Satan got so close to me and, and, and appeared to me that it kind of, it kind of pushed me away from trying to have a closer relationship with God. Um, yeah, because, you know, I didn't understand. I was like, God knows how afraid of that I am. So why would he allow that to happen? You know, so I kind of backed off a little bit, yeah. of course, now realizing that, you know, truly, um, you know, I, I know Satan knew that I was going to do great things in the name of God. So that's why he was trying to scare me away from that, you know, but, um, you know, when you call in the angels and you know that good always wins and now you have protection from all of that, it just, I, I just kept going, moving forward very quickly. I had bought a book about angels and, um, I read it and, and I was so interested in it. And I got to the very end and the question um, that the author had been asked quite a bit was, was whether or not angels like music. And it was amazing because all of a sudden I hear these trumpets and <laughs> horns like loud, like someone was playing in my backyard. Like it was so loud and it was beautiful. And I got up. I looked out the window because I'm like, where is that music coming from? Like, where is it? You know, and mm -hmm. it was them showing me, letting me hear their beautiful music. And it was interesting because it was like, I actually 
It was like, I felt like I recognized the song, even though in this lifetime, I've never heard it, but yeah. But there's something in your soul recognized. Yeah. You know, and oh my, I dropped to my knees and just started crying. And so that was the first time that like angels actually revealed themselves to me that yes, we are definitely here, you know? So that was life-changing. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and then it just kind of grows from there. Yeah. Once you start yeah. connecting in with them um, in whichever way um, works best for you, building the language with them. Um, it, it is, let's see, dare I say it's a little less lonely. It is. <laughs> you I know, mean, someone's always got your back, so to speak. Yeah. 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 And you know, you can call on them anytime, even for silly things like that. We as humans think it's silly, right? You know, I'll pull into a parking lot and I'm like, angels, please find me a great parking yep. space. Parking and angels. always come through. Like, Harry Jo first mean, taught me about parking angels. I was like, really? For just a parking spot? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. Give it a try. Sort of thing. Yeah. And they, she's, you know, she always gets the best parking spots and things. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, the worst case scenario, like I teach my students in angel class, the worst case scenario is it just won't happen. So you won't harm anything for asking. So give it a ask. See what's possible. What can you co-create? What can you align with and adjust? And you never know until you try and ask. Um, a lot of uh, students come in with the perception that, oh, that's too small to ask. Uh, well, I don't want to bother them or this and that. You do not bother them. Ask, you know, um, with communications. If the computer's not working right, ask Michael. Michael, can you help with this? Can you help with this login here? It's spinning and it's not logging in and I really need to get this done. Michael, can you help with this? I mean, yeah, yeah super friendly they are. <laughs> I, I know, and that's the thing too, is that they're waiting. They're just waiting for us to ask mm -hmm. them to help. That's all they wanna do is to help us. Yeah. You know, so that's, it's amazing. Nothing is too small or insignificant. No. And then you really feel like no matter what modality you start working with, because um, I work with the range of it from gods and mm -hmm. goddess work to ritual work uh, to green magic all the way around. I work mm -hmm. in all different things. I just call in the angels. You know, I'll, I'll call in Michael or another particular, like when I'm working with moon energy, I might call in a god or goddess, um, maybe some fey energy, but also Archangel Ariel, you know, oh, yeah. and for outside you know, nature sort of things. And then Haniel for working with the moon. So I combine and though there are many people that are very adamant about the fact that they believe and or they were taught that you cannot combine beings together in a situation. I am 13 years here telling you, yes, you can. Nothing <laughs> blows up. All is well. <laughs> it right? works quite well. I'm very pleased with my uh, stubbornness and saying, well, why not? I'm going to do that. And then I found out it actually has a name, Ascension Magic. Um, you know, so there's that. Yeah, that's cool. And whatever works, you know, and it's all based on intention. It's all good intention. You know, it just, it helps. And, you know, there's so many times too, like Archangel Shamuel. I remember a friend of mine texted me a while ago and was like, hey, I can't find this serving dish you know, can you ask the angels? And so of course, cause you know, when you talk to the angels, they already know what you're going to ask. Right. So it's just based on intention. And I immediately call Archangel Shamuel. I don't even ask anything, but he literally just shows me an image 
of like the serving dish is like super, super high up, you know? So I told my yeah. friend, I said, it's, it's really high up. It's, it's, it's not even on the top shelf. It's like on top of the top of the shelf. Like it's really high up. And so she texted me back 20 minutes later. She was like, yeah, it was in the attic. <laughs> I was uh, like, oh, that makes sense. That's how yeah, so you weren't actually even in the same space as this person. Oh, you were yeah, just no. on the telephone. Yeah. 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 yeah just for listeners out there. Yeah. That's that's cool. Very, it very is. cool. It you know, so they cool. do. They help with facilitating things like that. And they also help quite a bit if, if people are working on their intuition, working on their clairs, their gifts. Guess what? The angels can help with that. And different ones kind of specialize in different areas. But it really does open things up. Um, so it's not, you know, it, it's basically something you could, you know, these energy beings, celestial beings of light, um, you can work with them with everything that you do and it does enhance. Um, so I say, if you're, if you're questioning, just give it a try or give somebody a call that knows and, you know, just be open to it. There's, there's a lot of folks that are still hesitant and they, Kind of attach them to like a religion or something and they're non-denominational guys anybody can work with them again with you know literal rituals outside i will also call in angels along with maybe you know spirit of the bear or something like that if i'm bringing some druidry into it yes i mix and match and i am still here i've not burnt in flames i'm just fine <laughs> <laughs> but and you had some other little, uh, not little, but turning points in your path too. Some significant yeah. things that led yeah. you to healing a bit more, I think. Yes. Yeah. It was interesting because, um, you know, it, it was in 2015 and I was watching what I call dead people shows, right? Investigation, discovery. I watched them too. <laughs> right? yeah. I, I lived yeah. watching those back then, but it was just, it was, it, it started me on this little kind of path. Right. And, and it was a, an episode that I had already seen uh, years before about this kid, you know, that um, had been kidnapped and, um, you know, they never heard anything from him again. And, and it just, it just moved me in such a way that eventually I came to the realization that I was going to use these newfound gifts of me being able to communicate with angels and then me to help people. And I know that sounds small saying it, but it was profound. Like I was hysterically crying, knowing that I was put on this planet to help people. And when I say help people, I mean, heal people, help people. And and because of kind of what I was in, in the time, my first thing was thinking, I am going to work with law enforcement to help parents find kids that are kidnapped or missing or something, because yeah. truly, you know, being a mom, I cannot think of anything worse in this world than something happening to your child and you never knowing. Yeah. You know, so that was, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to help people, you know, which it did later on morph into um, healing, right? Be- yeah. Because truly looking at my life and what I've learned, you know, being like, as you know, I used to be a licensed massage therapist and 
became a Reiki master. And so all of those things showed me that truly I want to help people and heal people. So that is definitely what moved me into it. But as soon as I realized that my life purpose was to use these gifts, which is, I believe, why I have them, you know, which, and you and I both know that every human has them as well. Um, some people are just more open to, to using them. And, and it's um, a choice. I mean, it's, we have yep. free will. Some people yeah. will feel them and be spooked by them or not ready in some particular way. And so they push them away. They're like, not now, not today, yeah. not happening. Yeah. But then there's others that step through the door and say, you know what? What is this? What am I? You know, they feel a calling. They feel it's time for the calling. Yeah. And then they take the steps and they're all ages. Some are younger, yeah. some are older. It's your own path. It, it is. There's no it timeline is. that's the same for anybody. So, yeah. yeah. And a lot of people, you know, as you know, as kids, it's there because they're not taught any different yet. They don't know that it's that, you know, grandma who's passed is not supposed to be sitting on the edge of your bed talking to you, you know, when you're six years old. And so a lot of times then once they tell people and people start judging them and being like, oh, that's not normal, then they shut it down. But a lot of them go back as an adult and, and open that back up, you know, and, and it's my- a shame because they invest a lot of money sometimes to reawaken the thing they got shut back. down in the first place. And it's just exactly but the new generations are being supported more. And hopefully yes. this, this, this trend will have, will be at peace and they won't have to relearn so many things and reopen yeah. up. Yeah. It's getting, yeah. More mainstream and more accepted. And, you know, yeah. it, it is great. And it, you know, my sister, like she loves hearing my stories and she's like, wow, that's so cool. She's like, but thank God it doesn't happen to me. <laughs> she's like, you know, so there, there are people like me that, that, that got it and, and ran with it, you know, yeah. I love it. I, I yeah. am expanding and ever expanding. It's a constant process. I mean, I will never know all things, you know, that's part of the life school, but if you keep at it, you learn cooler and cooler things. And I think yeah. to me that just, you know, I like to, to find things out and learn things and share them. I like to talk, talk, talk about things. <laughs> so it's super fun for me, for the most part. There are times when things are trying, situations, students, clients, just, we'll just say situations dealing with that realm are challenging. And you're like, you know what? I just want to be regular for a second. And that's when you step back and you be regular for a second. Yeah. You know, you go and don't do anything spiritual, go play in the water, go for a beach day, go and shake it up and give yourself the chance to be human. Yeah. Cause that's super important too. Yeah. That's one thing for anybody listening out there. If you have these gifts and you're working on um, making them abilities, which I just, you know, separate the two, everyone has gifts, but not everyone develops them into abilities, something mm-hmm. you can do something with. Um, right. For, so for those that feel drawn to this path, um, I caution you not to burn out in the beginning. Um, Mary Jo cautioned me and, you know, I was just like a chung, dog at a bone. I want to do it all the time, everything, you know, and I didn't listen. So now I tell everyone, listen, um, I thought I broke it. I remember that call, the mentorship call with her. And I'm like, I don't feel anything anymore in my hands. Everything's gone. It's just quiet. Did I break it? Did I make them mad? What happened? You know? Cause I didn't know at the time I thought maybe I could make them mad. I don't know. 
Um, and she's like, no, you just need to be regular for a minute. It'll come back when, when they feel it's time, you know, and it took a week or so or two, maybe even. Um, but so I just went on about it and tried not to worry about it. And all of a sudden I felt some zings in my hands again. And I was like, oh yeah, it's back. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to pace myself better. So yeah, it's totally fine to be human. And there are times I rock out at a concert I just go do regular things. You know, we don't have to be all on this pedestal and flowing with our hair and untouchable. You know, you're human. Walk in the human path, but you just yeah. so happen to have some abilities that can help folks. So yeah. that's my PSA, people. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting too, because like I'm I am just starting to open up with who I am and and yeah. The fact that I have these abilities, you know, and, and the angels have been pushing me the last two out of the three meditations I've had in the last week and a half. Um, they showed me a platypus and a porcupine and both of the message for those animals were be true to yourself, be who you truly are. And people yeah. will accept you, you know, because again, up until gosh, two days ago on Facebook, when I put on my personal Facebook, you know, that I, open my business. And yep, I, do I saw business. that. Right. Right. I, I hadn't, I only my closest friends and my close family, not even everyone in my family knew, yeah. you know? And so it's, it, it is interesting because I am morphing into this new world to me of truly being me and mm-hmm. you either accept me or you don't. And I'm 100% fine with that. Yeah, it is. There's such a weight lifted when you get to the point when you merge the worlds because it becomes heavy to keep them separate Um, and you're keeping them separate, not for yourself. You know, you know, it's just to 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 walk on eggshells for this and that. And at some point you you embrace the fact that you're here divinely. Forget what so and so says divinely. They're asking you to take this path so that that kind of is a step higher than anybody else's, you know, negative opinions. Judgment, right. Uh, judgment. There's a good, yes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some people may fall by the wayside, but others may watch in the corner and at some point ask you for a healing and surprise the heck out of you. But they're they curious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, and the happier you seem, the more they're like, well, what the heck is she doing? Yeah. Something's more that. Yeah, All right, maybe I need to try right. that on the sly or something because she's super happy. All right. Yeah, it is amazing. And as you know, too, you know, kind of going back to some people that, you know, see things or have these gifts and, and stuff. And I remember at one point, it seemed to kind of be happening pretty often. Um, they were showing me because one of my strongest Claire's is clairvoyant, right? So I definitely see things the easiest and then I know things, claircognizant. Um, and I would I would wake up often and I would, like this one particular time, I saw a little boy, um, maybe five years old. Sorry, my dog's drinking next to me. Oh, <laughs> maybe okay. five years old. Oh, <laughs> um and, and he was by the door of my bedroom, but he was made of ash. Like I couldn't, there was, all I could see was ash in the form of a kid. And he was holding a little teddy bear, which was also ash, right? So I knew that he had died in a fire. Yeah. 
And of course he wasn't there. He wasn't bad energy at all. He, he oh. was, I know just attracted my energy and, and the angels were showing him to me. But after that, I did have to ask my angels if I am unable to help, please don't show me these things anymore because it breaks my heart. Like all I want to do is help. He came to me for a reason and I didn't know how to help him, you know? So I even had to ask them, please don't let those energies come through unless you can show me or teach me or let me know how I can help them. You know, and I had to have that combo with them too about dreams in the beginning, because I was getting a lot of clairvoyant dreams, snippets and stuff uh, of situations. And sometimes I just, it was witnessing, you know, two people painfully break up and it's just, it was stuff that, that hurt my heart. And I was like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, I appreciate that I'm opening up the channel and I'm seeing things, but at some point I had to have the same combo and ask them, you know, please, if, if there's nothing, if there's something I can do about this, fine you know yeah. but if i can't do anything to me this feels like torture and i don't want it yeah. sort of thing and and i and tell other folks too that take the angel class you do have some power over this you don't have to be a martyr to this to your your clairs you know right. you just ask and work with them and it doesn't work quite the same way with gods and goddesses and other energies but with angels it does so mm-hmm. they're pretty much the easiest to start working with to be honest with you, you know, so yeah, that's, and, and I assume that it probably, you know, got better after that. It did. I haven't, I haven't seen them since it's, it's all just very, very good, um, energies, um, that, that come and, and they're there maybe to show me that something I'm doing is making them happy, or they're just showing me that they're okay. Or, you know, even if it's, um, you know, someone that has passed one of the, one of the most amazing things in my experience that have, has happened. Um, it was like a Sunday and I'm just at home brushing my teeth, <laughs> not thinking about anything or anything really. And I, I, they show me this image of a little girl and, um, she was holding a toy. Now the toy she was holding was like a little stuffed bunny. Right. Mm-hmm. But I knew that it wasn't, significant what the toy was but the toy had huge significance and this little girl I knew was one of my friends who ironically I had scheduled lunch with the next day because I hadn't seen her in months you know and um so I knew this little girl was her even though I did not know what my friend looked like as a kid you know and um and so the next day I her and I go to lunch and she, she lightly knew that I communicated with angels and stuff, you know? Um, and so, so I, we sit down and I'm telling her, I was like, oh man, the weirdest thing, you know, I got this image yesterday. And so I told her everything that I got and she just started bawling, crying, like uncontrollably. And so I just waited you know, um, cause obviously something was going on, you know, with it. Um, and, and, uh, I knew that her, her dad had passed away years ago when she was like, I don't know, late teens possibly. So it'd been quite a while since he was gone and that she had tried to connect with him through 
other psychics and stuff and never mm -hmm. could. Yeah. And uh, so when she got done crying, she said, did you feel that? And I said, no, I, no, I didn't feel anything. And she said, as soon as you said that, she said, you turned white. Like all I saw was just this bright white light. And it was my dad. And mm. she said, and the toy was a troll doll because he could travel quite a bit. And only one time ever did he bring something back for her and her sister. And he brought her back a little troll doll. And she says, I still have that troll doll in my, in my jewelry box. Wow. You know? So that cool. was, it was so amazing to me, right? Again, I just want to help people. So however yeah. it helps them and that it did, really help her but yet so that's when I realized I'm a vessel I'm a conduit because I couldn't feel anything I did not yeah. know anything that was going on I did not know he was there I didn't know any energy was there you know but to have that experience was I I love that I wish I could do that all day every day <laughs> <laughs> to help people if I could you yeah. know so. And it's like the more that you're open to these things over the years and over time um, continuously working on your energy, raising your vibration, making yourself a clearer channel, um, a more, a stronger channel, if you will. Mm -hmm. I don't like to use the word powerful, but I mean, kind of, um, new gifts pop in. This is yeah. what I've noticed. A lot of times when I clear out some shadow work, um, within, you know, one to three months, a new, either a new aspect of a gift or a new gift just decides to show its face, you know, and I'm like, large, what, what, mm -hmm. when did that start? You know, <laughs> like I didn't go searching for it. And I know in the beginning, at least for me, I was on the hunt to find out what my gifts were and I want to do this and that. And I had a very, still very linear, linear uh, viewpoint of all of this and didn't understand how that worked. I was treating it like college and it's not, mm -hmm. it doesn't work like that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't pick, pick your yeah. uh, studies. Yeah, for like, okay, I want to learn this. I want to yeah. do this. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this semester I'm going to master this and this. No, <laughs> I mean, you can go towards those things, but it's, if you allow it to happen and you have to be open to it, they will adjust and it'll be slightly different because that's your special sauce. You know, yeah. that's how they've, you know, that's how your gifts are going to come together and that's why I'm so adamant about the non-competition kind of energy that unfortunately is around with a lot of spiritual practitioners. They have this low level, sometimes competitive or lack vibe, and they want to keep things closed and not share stuff. And I'm like, no two people can be the same because they're giving, you're in a different timeline of your timeline of opening up. Plus you have different gifts. Plus they're depending on who you're working with. Nothing can be the same. So there is okay. no, it's apples to oranges. So let's just play nice with each other. Yeah. Let's work you know, together. Right? Yeah. And talk. It, it's, exactly. it's crazy sometimes how that happens. Um, but well, hopefully that will change too in the world here when people um, um, release that lack mentality and be in or more like, Hey, let's talk, let's share, let's, yeah co-create let's do podcasts together let's do whatever and exactly. just have fun with it yeah and not be like mine's better. better than yours <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> stuff like that. It's silly yeah. because when you can open up and talk, you learn. It's just super fun and energizing. Yep. Yeah. I went on a squirrel again. I squirrel. <laughs> it's all right. I was, I was there with you. <laughs> there you go. Um, so that kind of brings us to what you offer today. Um, so you, you mentioned you have the, the um, is it studio space or healing center or tell us a little bit more about your business now. Okay. Yeah. It's, I do have um, a little office. It's off of uh, North Lois. And um, I, so in, in how I kind of got into this again, because in 2015, realizing that, you know, I was going to use these gifts to help people to change the world one person at a time, you know, and then moved more into healing and healing. And um, I read this book, it's called uh, the energy codes authored by Dr. Sue Mortar. And just really set me on an awesome path, changed my life, higher thinking, you know, everything that happens in our life is in our favor and in our highest and best purpose. Um, and later that year, it was 2019, I was so positive that I was going to move into helping people, most likely healing people, that I actually went through and opened a business name. And my business name is called Love is the Answer Healing, which of course, I got that name from the angels, <laughs> you know, because I had asked them knowing <laughs> I, I was going to open it. I did. And it's amazing. As you know, man, that answer comes super fast. Like I said, you don't even get done asking it. And so I'm talking to the angels and I was like, please let me know what I should name my business, something that's going to resonate with people, something that makes sense. Like, you know, just let me know. And, and I said, and please clearly, clearly let me know the answer. And as yes. soon as I said that in my mind, I automatically thought, well, love is the answer because love is always the answer. And I've just always thought love is the answer. Right. So as soon as I asked to clearly receive the answer, I thought, well, yeah. love is the answer. I was like, that's the name of my business. Yeah. <laughs> so, way, so that was in 2019. And it wasn't until 2020 that I got an email from the Mortar Institute, you know, after reading that book, that they offered a seminar on how to become a best practitioner. So best standing for bioenergetic synchronization technique. And as soon as I read that email, I'm like, that's it. That's my modality. That's what I'm going to use to, to help people. And so I, I was certified in that. Um, and then a few months later, I took the spiritual best, which is realigning chakras, you know, yeah. um, certified in that also, as you know, and thank you to you. I'm also a certified Reiki master. Yes, she is, <laughs> folks. Through your expertise, you know. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, I have been doing um, best work for a few years, but it wasn't until last year I actually quit my corporate job, you know, of 19 years. To yeah. Be like, and that's a hard decision. It was, know? it was, you know, it was a, it was, I made very good money. Um, and I, I didn't dislike it, you know, but from 2015, once those wheels started turning yep. and me realizing that I just felt like I was wasting my time. I felt like I yeah. was wasting my life. And there was something was like, more that needed to be happening. So yeah, yeah. much more. Yeah. It's so a drive. That, it's a serious drive and it, yeah. it catches you at all times of the day. And it's just like little, little nagging hunger or something. It's a, it's a, yeah. It's something like that I doesn't just, go away. Until you yeah. And yeah. it didn't thankfully, you know, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I opened, I opened my business full-time last year 
And um, like I had said before, I have always, I have always felt like that I would open it using best, right? Because it's science-based. There's a lot of science behind it. Um, it's something that is marketable enough to where like kind of this is what I do, right? Yeah. Um, but I always knew that I would incorporate my healing because I know that I do um, heal through, through my energy, which of course is, you know, divine energy. Um, yeah. I have healed myself um, of trigger thumb in one 20 yeah. minute thing. It was amazing. Totally healed it, went away. So I know I also have the ability to heal. And I have now started incorporating chakra clearings and facilitating etheric cord cutting in my treatments. Not usually the first one because it takes quite a while to describe the what happens in the treatment. Um, but then once I give them the best treatment and then they come back, um, because then it only takes like six minutes to do another best treatment, then I incorporate uh, chakra clearings and etheric cord cuttings kind of based on the person though. I kind of feel how open I think they would be to me suggesting that or explaining what it is. So I'm, yeah. I'm starting to do that as well, which is just great results. It's just one more modality of being able to to help people so it is amazing absolutely yeah and everybody has a little different style like um i do similar things there um as well with each session you, you get that sort of thing but i also cut cords in uh other areas other than your typical area that you would you know feel like it comes from the heart well i have some other ones which they have talked to me about upstairs here um and over the years, they have told me different things to do. So it's a very unique set. And, you know, as you continue to go and as other healers do, if you listen to their guidance, as mm -hmm. well as all the book learning and stuff, they teach you things that you've never read before. Oh, yeah. There was there's one particular thing that I do um, that I didn't even they told me to do it. I remember the first session they told me to do it. Um I got really sick afterwards. Um, and then I looked up what it was and I was looking all over the place, trying to figure out why I was supposed to do this with the foot or whatever. And I found in one Google doc online, it's a Google version of a book on shamanism. It, it's a shamanic technique, but I didn't know this. I didn't yeah. know anything about it. I just knew they told me to do it. And I got, the person felt fantastic. They get, apparently overnight kind of bounced out of the depression spot they were in. Um, but I was sick as a dog the next day. I didn't tell them that I didn't want them to feel bad because it's, that was on me because I'm still learning what to do with these things. And with pure Reiki, you don't get sick like that. But what I use is like five different modalities. So the shamanic aspect of it, I, I did not have the understanding when they told me to do it that I was also supposed to express the energy back out through my mouth to like, let it go through because a lot yeah. of shamanic healings are done kind of in through the body and then out um, from what I have researched and different things. Whereas Reiki is a whole different animal. Um, yeah. So that's what happened there. They divinely, and now I use it all the time and I no longer get sick because I know what I'm supposed to do now because I looked it up. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, then it's a learning process. 
You know, yeah, I mean, so you have to want to like research stuff too, because if yeah. you're open, they'll give you, and I'll try to write down what it is. I'm like, what on earth is this? Okay. But I'm going to, I'll do it. But like, I, I need to figure out what, the, cause I have to have a name. That's just me being Jamie with my ego mind. I got to <laughs> know what the heck I'm doing. Like, is it something, you know, and, and in a, a deep meditation at one point, it was a shamanic journey. I took myself on, um, wandering because sometimes you know if i'm feeling a little plateaued i'll do that and then they'll take me to a temple they'll do something and show me a new thing that i'm supposed Mm -hmm. to start playing with as i call it um and this one particular time they took me to a a a small village out in the the rainforest and it opened up into an open area and there was these little huts and i walked into a hut and there was um a medicine man shaman in there and he was working on someone on a, a grass like lined table and he was using his breath to to heal them you know the person different movements with the breath and stuff like that and i was looking and then he's pointing at me because when i communicate with them they don't talk like the angels do yeah they, they're like point at you and 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 there's no words or I just stand back and hold space and watch them. They don't need my help. Um, <laughs> so yeah. that's my relationship with them. But with angels, they're chatty Cathy's, you know. Um, but so, excuse me, they, um, he had me put, you know, do something with my breath and then do a particular movement. And then he pointed like, you do this now sort of thing. Sure. And I'm like, okay. And mm-hmm. so I got out of my meditation um, and then I started to, clear things with my breath instead of, you know, people use Reiki symbols or sage and stuff. After that point, I was able to like clear things with my breath, clear chakras, clear rocks, clear space. It was interesting. You know, I just use my breath now. It's a, it's an interesting thing. Uh, And I would not have known or thought about that before that meditation, but it worked quite well. And I also send blessings through my breath. I know that sounds weird, but there's this technique where it collects in and I say a bunch of prayers and then it kind of releases onto them. And it's an interesting process, which I've never actually told anybody I do. Um, so here, you've heard it first here, guys. Because <laughs> everyone's got their eyes closed, so they don't know what I'm doing, but it's it's basically a blessing onto them uh, sort of thing, but through the breath, because, you know, that's what they gave me to do. So I do it. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's funny you talk about um, you know, angels talking because very, very few times, um, have, have, I heard them, you know, on the outside of my head, sometimes on the inside too, but, um, but one cool thing, man, if they could just keep talking and I've asked them, please just say it out loud. Like, that'd be just so much easier, right. Instead of trying to interpret stuff, I had this few years ago, I had just gone out, um, on a date with this guy and it was fine, you know? Um, and, and I was waking up the the next morning and I, you know, when you're half asleep, half awake, which is, you know, when you are the middle state. Yep. And, um, and so then I just was thinking about this other guy that I knew that kind of liked me. And I was just kind of thinking, Oh, I, I wonder who, you know, I didn't know him very well. So it's just like, oh, I wonder kind of who he is or what his interests are, just kind of thinking, you know. Yeah. Um, and then an angel said into my ear, you are not going to want to date him, Christy. And I was like, okay. 
like, and okay. there you have it. And you know closed. you have to trust it. Right. And I did. I trusted. I'm like, okay. It would be who of you to trust exactly. it, folks. If right? you get it that clear, please don't ignore it. No, just trust <laughs> it. And I did. I didn't question it. I didn't think about that guy anymore. And it turns out that the guy I had gone out on a date with the night before is my current husband. And he is the only man I've ever been in love with. So there it you was, go. they knew it wasn't, they yeah, and it wasn't against this other guy. Like yeah. I'm sure the guy's a really nice guy. Right. But yeah. when they clearly said, you're not going to want to date him, Christy, it's because I was meant to stay with my husband. Now yep. my husband, you know? Yeah. So it, yeah. And I've asked them, please, could you please just say it out loud? It's so much easier than sometimes just seeing an image or, you know, feeling something or, you know, and obviously I know they will, if there's another time that I need to receive a message that clearly, yeah. you know, you know, in sessions or when they talk the most to me, mm -hmm. um, because I'm opening up the channel, I'm doing the things and I'm also starting a conversation with them. I say, yeah. okay, guys, here we are here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it depends on the day and what I say. It's very organic. Uh -huh. it, because I just open up and, and let it all come out. And with that, they sometimes will give me full on prayers. I feel very much like a, a preacher or something because these wonderful words are coming out and they're not my words because Lord knows everybody <laughs> knows how I talk. Right. And I'm squirreling <laughs> and, you know, it's just does not sound like this thing. That's a beautiful thing should be in a book and they should uh -huh. write it down and say it every day. You know, they just channel this stuff in. And I always thought it was kind of funny why they chose that. I don't know if it's because I had a Roman Catholic background or why they chose these beautiful prayer things to come out of my mouth sometimes. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but it is what it is. It's cool. So point is, is I'm uh, talking to them and stuff and they know about my brain. They know well about that. Um, mm -hmm. and so they will give a quick sentence and then I'll fuss at them if it feels weird because I'm still Jamie. And they're like, no, you need to say this. And so if they say it like a few times and get a little sassy with me, yeah. um, not mean, but they're kind of like, just say it, yeah. you know, like, and I'm like, fine. I'll sure. say it. it sounds weird. <laughs> and it always ends up good. And I kind of grin at them like, I know, I know. I just <laughs> but I'm so much better than when I started, but sometimes they give me really weird things to say and there is a good reason and i know that it always happens that way but still there's there's that part of you that's a little nervous to say this weird thing out there uh -huh. you know you're supposed to let it go and i'm working on that quite a bit and, and most things but sometimes there's still i'm looking for words because i don't know some of these people i've never met them before that yeah. come in and so you know and that's just me and my ego mind trying to be appropriate and trying to be that. And sometimes they're like, just say what we said to say. <laughs> you know? So I have a, a notepad that I keep um, and it's a flip pad and I have a stock of them. And through every session, it has transformed from just doing Reiki years ago to now it's a full on channeling, sometimes mediumship, sometimes we don't know. It's just kind of like this treasure box of whatever comes through that's in the highest and best. So I have my notepad. And throughout the session, I can't remember everything that I say or that comes through and I don't want to forget anything. So I hop over, write the note, I go back into the energy and write the note. And in the beginning, my brain thought that that would disconnect me. And then mm -hmm. 
they showed me it did not. That was just my brain thinking that. There was no disconnection. I hop right back into the foot and here we go in here and then, okay, write this down and over here. And then you get this long thing that I take a, a screenshot of and send it to you and Kate so we can both stay on track with what we found. Cause I don't know if it's the same with you, but after I'm done with the session within a few minutes, it's mostly all gone. You know, some oh, highlights yeah. stay, but it's, I'm in space. So it's, or altered yeah. state, if you guys don't know, if you're listening. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's also, it, yeah, it is. I get the same thing. And you know, when, when I see clients again and they're like, oh, well, you know, you said this and I was like, I did. Okay. Well, great. <laughs> like, I'm glad I said that, you know, cause I didn't remember saying it and obviously it, it, they needed to hear it or it meant something yep. to them at the time, you know, yeah. but you know, and I let them know. So they don't think that, um, and this is just me being Jamie. I let them know about the altered state thing so they don't think that they were not important in any way that I didn't right. remember something because and again right. guys this is just me being Jamie my Libra self trying to make everyone comfy and let them yeah. know that it has nothing to do with anything other than I'm in altered state and sometimes you know I'm far better than I was in the beginning when I were in the beginning when I get into altered state I was as Mary Jo would say whackerdoodle all day <laughs> long um yeah. Or, or for at least a few hours. Now I can hop back in and out relatively quickly, but um, it's always interesting, especially if I'm teaching an intuitive development class and we're doing exercises. So I'm hopping in and I'm also, and I, I kind of give this whole caveat in the beginning, you know, I'm halfway in space. So forgive any grammatical inconsistencies here because I'm just trying to get the information out and it's not that easy to hop back and forth to like teacher mode you know, reader mode, teacher mode, reader mode, yeah. in and out and in and out, but you get better at it. You get a tolerance and, you know, as time goes on. Yeah. And, and I think too, once it comes in and you say it, it's just gone. Like you, you just needed to say it, you put it out yeah. there and then it's Delivering gone. The mail. Yeah. Right. And, and it's interesting too, because years ago, Mary Jo had told me, um, when I had talked to her and explained about how I thought I would help like law enforcement, you know, finding mm -hmm. kids and stuff. Um, and she said, she said, I do see you doing that. She said, however, as soon as you relate the message, let yeah. it go. Yeah. And don't visit it again. It'll eat and at you. and it, 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 now it makes sense. Cause at the time, you know, when I was full on in my dead people shows and I'm not kidding, man, I would watch <laughs> Four hours a day. That's all I watched on TV. You know, it's just really interesting. They have a whole networks on it now. I know, right? Um, but but now it makes sense, especially because I have since kind of moved away from watching that because it hurts my heart quite mm -hmm. a bit. Um, but it now resonates with me and makes more sense of why she said that because you know she meant basically like if you if you because how I told her I saw it happening was like, say, you know, I'm in a group of people and the angels give me a name and I see this man in my vision, right? And I know it's not his name, but I walk up to him, something like, I know you and I don't know each other, but you're looking for someone and that someone's name is this. And then I walk away. And in my mind, that's like the the perpetrator, the person that did something awful to someone. And like this person I'm saying it to is a cop. So I'm telling him who 
the suspect is. And then it makes sense to not follow up on that because what happens if they don't find the person? What happens if they don't find the kid? What happens if, you know, yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to, you know? yeah, it's yeah. like, I just, I, I just want to help use me in, in helping and let me walk away from it and let it go. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of times they say for like psychologists and psych, you know, psychiatrists and stuff and, you know, they're kind of, at least the intention is for them to be taught to be, to leave it at the office sort of thing. Yeah. But there's so many, you know, that, that can't, and it's hard yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. And it does work that way with delivering hard messages. They stick with you. Um, so you develop and try different techniques as a practitioner to let it go. You know, we can say, okay, we cut cords, we do all that. And I tell you what, I do all that. And sometimes a sad kind of sticks with me and maybe I have to then go write or something or go paint or something to actively kind of clear and shift the energy back. Because, you know, with what I do and with what you do with energy as well, we have to maintain our energy like it's a nice Corvette, right? We yeah. got we gotta work on this stuff. And, you know, day-to-day -day folks, you know, it's hard enough to work on things then, but if you're a practitioner, you have to work extra because you are using your energy at this level and channeling in to work on there and some of theirs can come on yours. And so it adds a whole new level of complexity. So it is a full-time job, I think, to keep yeah. my energy in, a, in the right space that I want it to be, to be an example, maybe to help people you know, to do that. I don't want to half-ass it. I'll, right. I'll be honest. There are some people that do the Reiki, you know, uh, what do I call them? Uh, the drive-through Reikis, the weekend <laughs> workshop, and they get all this stuff and then they don't know what the hell to do with it. And they don't feel any different. And, you know, they're, and then they're like, well, I, I, you know, I'm a Reiki this or that. And they've never actually worked on anyone. And then, you know, so that to me is kind of halfway. Right? right. You have the right. knowledge, but you're not really immersed. It's not a part of your life. You haven't worked the muscle to really state that you are, you know, because you're yeah. not active, you know, because there's a piece of paper and then there's the experiential part. Yeah. And, well, and you, the heart that yeah, it comes so from much. the heart of wanting to help this person's life. You know what I mean? It's not just doing the A to Z of what you're supposed to do. It's literally you, you have the intention you're supposed to have the intention of wanting to truly help the person in front of you. you yeah, know? you can buy a new shiny car, but you got to get in and drive it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? and pay for it, <laughs> you know? Yes, and it's not cheap, folks out there. Um, and this is just my a little thing I'm going to throw in again. I do it from time to time of inner individuals um, out there that have the perception that all of the gifts that we have as practitioners, you know, should be given away free because they're from spirit or God. We do invest a lot of time. We make sacrifices to learn these things. And many of us invest thousands to get to a level to where we can make a difference in somebody's life you know, that we have the knowledge and the tools to give them these things so they can really make life changes, which are a big deal. And that can't be free. That isn't a free thing. Just like your investment in time and taking that information in and doing something with it. You know, yeah. it doesn't just, we don't just wave a wand and you're better. So on right. both ends. So just my little thing again, guys. Yeah. And I stand by it. 
um, yeah. energy exchange and or, you know, it just keep in mind that we do a lot of hard work and, and even talking about managing our energy from day to day to keep it as yep. top notch as possible so that when we yeah. see someone, we bring our A game, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, each time before an appointment, I'm there an hour early. You know, I'm clearing the room, I'm sealing the room in protection, I'm calling in angels and spirit guides of me and my clients. And like, it's, it's a process, you know, on top of the, the daily morning meditations of clearing my chakras and making sure Absolutely. that it's clear and like it, it is. So it, it their one hour it. session is essentially three hours of your day. And right. never mind the fact that my business mind is going, okay, and you put gas in the car to get to the studio or uh, event space or wherever you rent, and then you pay the rent for that space. You know, so guys, just keep that in mind a little bit um, when when you get on those posts about, well, it should be free. It's from God. Well, everything else isn't. So there's that. <laughs> um, Even like I've thought about that in, in those regards, right? Like, you know. Celine Dion has an amazing voice, right? God, it's God-given, but she's also spent a lot of time and I'm sure money training and improving. So you can't- And paying people around to support her. Yeah, to, to come to your house to sing to you for free because God gave her an amazing, beautiful voice. No, you know? yeah. Yeah, so there's that. <laughs> and we mean this with love, but we would just like, uh, well, I'm speaking for myself. I don't want to speak for anyone else would like um, that that concept to be respected and not to be passed over because, you know, like I said, I know myself, I've spent thousands and thousands probably over the, the last 13 years improving, be it books, workshops, yeah. you know, in-person webinars, my time, you yeah. know, all of these things to try to be the best version that I could be for the other person. You know, I'm not yeah. doing it just for me, right? You know, I'm trying to, if, if you're going to, you know, invest in a session with me and, and invest even that time with me, because sometimes time for folks is way more um, priceless than, than money is, but yeah. to invest all of that in me, I want to be able to provide a, a, a day changing experience, if not life changing, right? right? At least shift your energy so that the rest of your day feels really good. And you remember what it's like to feel good. Exactly. Because so many yeah. folks don't. Yeah. Right. So there's that. All right. Well, <laughs> I want to thank you for showing up today and joining yeah. me. I know this is, uh, I believe your first podcast and you're really it opening is. up to the world. And so where can people find you on the Facebooks and all the places? Um, well, again, the name of my business is Love is the Answer Healing. Um, so that is also my website address. Um, and then I do have a Love is the Answer Healing Facebook page under obviously that, that name as well. I, you know me, I'm, I'm being dragged into social media <laughs> because <laughs> I know what I'm supposed to. Everyone says, oh, you got to be on social media. You got to do this. You got to do that. So um, I, I do now have a Facebook page. Um, I probably plan on, you know, giving feedback from clients, you know, every once in a while. Um, not a big advertising, again, with my business. It, it really, truly is word of mouth, which is the most effective form of advertising, because if I can help someone and how many people are they going to tell, oh, my gosh, you know, I had this amazing experience and this changed and this helped and this improved and you know, I mean, that's, 
that's truly, um, you know, what I'm banking on because when you help people and your, your whole purpose is acts of service, the money comes behind it, you know? And when people know that your whole heart is meant to help them and make their life better, they tell a lot of people, you know, so the more you can affect change in them, the more they want to talk about it. The more people ask them and say, Hey, why are you so happy now? Oh, let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so what I do the, the, um, best, you know, it, it helps in all kinds of different, everything. It helps physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. I am not actually, um, healing anyone using that technique. What I do is I use it to identify and remove blocks in a person's Mm -hmm. energy, which then returns their body to a state that allows it to heal itself. Right. So I just facilitate the healing, but I mean, the results are amazing depending on who you ask, because who knows what each person's body is, is trying to heal, you know? So everyone has how open they are depends on how much they're going to heal. I mean, I know when you had suggested that book to me, I went right back home and, and started it. Um, I, I got separated from it, but I'm going to hop back in now. Um, but I did listen to, and I was like, oh my God, I'm like, this is exactly what I practice and teach, but she has all the fancy words for it. Like yeah. I didn't have words for this. I'm like, so this is a thing. Okay. <laughs> these are things because I don't use those techniques as of yet, but I love that she has the science in there. Cause I'm a geek about the science yeah. and she has the terms that explain what I'm trying to explain in the Jamie world words. Yeah. Yep. And so it sounds so much more authentic in my brain when she's saying it. And I'm like, I need to remember that phrase. Cause that's what I'm trying to say. When I say you're going to feel this or that or the other, and it's going to feel wonky and it's going to feel that, you know, I have all my Jamie words, like, Flintstones. Um, but yes, absolutely. Accessing the chakras and in the energy systems in there and releasing them, finding the blocks, tying it yep. psychologically to something or emotionally they're going through so they can go home and have homework because you know what, if we can clear it in the moment, yeah, but they have to make changes so it doesn't get all yeah. jacked up again. There's my special right. language. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. um, but it's so, it's so um, I'll probably put in that show notes too, um, along with your links, but to that book, because it's a, it, it's good stuff. Oh, yeah. and it will put the science there. If anyone is questioning, yep. you know, chakras, energy work, uh, all of that stuff, it puts the science in there, puts the terms in there. You can take it from there and search more. And it just really validates things, I think. It did for me. I'm like, man, why didn't I find this a long time ago? And I'd have the verbiage yeah. to speak on it in a more professional manner. But hey, maybe people just like to laugh. That They pop well, in and upstairs and they're like, they like it the way you do it. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're drawn to your energy, no matter what the words are that you use. You know, I mean, I was too you know? Yeah. I like to make it it light and fun. It works. Yeah. It works for us, you know, but it's awesome stuff. Thank you so much for coming today. I'm going to put all your links in there and guys, um, do you do remote sessions or just in person? I don't not yet there. Um, I've gone through the seminar, but, um, not yet. And plus I, I truly, you know, me, I, I just love being in front of a person you know, um, but I would still love to help other people if they're not able to get in front of me, but, but not yet. Um, and then I am also going to move hopefully next year into, uh, doing energy treatments on animals. 
So that's exciting. But I do, I I truly, truly want to thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. I loved our conversation. I always love our conversations. I know. Maybe we have another one on another topic someday or or just go deeper into a particular area. That would be neat too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. And guys, check the notes for all the info. If you're in the Tampa Bay area, you're going to want to check her out. Yes. Thank you. Take care. You too. Thank you everyone for joining us on the podcast today. You can find more information in the show notes. And as always, you can find me at angelstalk.com or lightworkerpath.com. And also take a minute and check out our spiritual social network, the Mystic Mind Community. We have conversations, multi-day challenges, courses, and a lot of fun. See you next time.